Hey everyone, welcome back to the Not Just Politics podcast. The following is a conversation with Andrew Van Horn. He is a postdoctorate of physics in higher education. On the side, he runs an Instagram page called Pragmatic Nihilist, where he gives political commentary and shares his thoughts on a variety of topics such as free speech, ideology, cancel culture, and more. Those topics are the focus of today's conversation. I really enjoyed speaking with Andrew for the first time. I've known him for a few months via social media. This was our first time speaking face-to-face, and I really appreciate his time. I hope you all enjoy the episode. I really enjoyed this one, and I'll definitely be looking forward to speaking to Andrew again in the future. Thank you, and enjoy. Uh, for our viewers that don't know who you are, can you can you give us a little rundown on on you? What's your oh, story? Yeah. And uh, what I mean, you're currently up to. Uh, I guess I don't have to name myself. I feel like that's uh, yeah. I'm uh. So I guess I met you uh, through Instagram. I run an Instagram called uh, at pragmatic yes. nihilist, pragmatic underscore nihilist. Um, and uh, I've been running it, uh, you know, for, I guess a little over a year. Um, and I'm, you know, sort of, uh, <clears throat> uh, I had been until now, this is the big day, uh, been running it sort of anonymously because I'm, uh, actually an academic and um a postdoc uh and you know i'll keep it somewhat vague but you know you can pretty much find <laughs> uh i work on uh currently i'm working on a like ai and art history thing we use uh we use uh convolutional neural networks to determine the uh hands that are at work in uh, Renaissance workshop paintings. So that's my big project currently. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I, I've, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I've wow. been sort of, I, I run that, uh, that Instagram is kind of like an outlet for my, you know, somewhat unusual political views. Cause you know, it's, if you're critical of certain ideologies, you can, you can land yourself in hot water, uh, but I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, ah, let's, yeah, fuck it. Let's, yeah. let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and I, I could be wrong about this, but I remember you saying, what's the official title then is, are you in like, do you say like anthropology oh, yeah. or something like that? Yeah, well, that so a, uh, I'm an anthropologist, but, at all? uh, I was actually like, I, I did my, uh, I did my, my doctoral research in biological anthropology. Um, but my, the postdoc I'm at is in the physics department. Um, it's like overlaps with the art history department. Okay. So it's, uh, you know, I like to just be like, you know, I'm in the physics and art history departments. And then people are like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and then, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's all, that's all uh, interesting. And I guess this is something I wanted to, I don't, you know, I figured this would be a bit of a flowing conversation, you know, sort of going in. We have a lot of different directions we could take this, but I guess that's the first thing we could maybe talk about is uh, has has anthropology. And has the field that you're currently in, has it sort of do you have a sense that it has sort of been taken over by this? Uh, what do we want to call it? You could call it uh, wokeism. You could call it. 
there's maybe some parts that are postmodernist in nature. Um, this sort of, I guess it originates in in left wing circles type thing. Have you gotten a sense that that's sort of taken oh, over? Oh yeah, I mean that's the space. Um, it's uh, I mean I would call it. Well, I think I think you know you have to use the term. I think part of their part of the problem is not giving it a name, right? Um, you know, like I think we have to call it wokeism, mm. right, or something, right? But we have to give it a name. And since you know they yeah. won't, since the people who believe in that ideology won't uh, won't like acquiesce to a name, then then we're going to have to name it something and we can call it wokeism, which I think is a perfectly functional, perfectly functional term. Right. Um, and yeah, it's totally, you know, that was, you know, that was my experience. Mm. And, 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 you know, the thing is, is that, I mean, I count myself as like a postmodernist as someone who doesn't believe in, you know, specifically in like objective truth and things like that. Right. Um, and I think there was, you know, anthropology has a, has a great uh, sort of history of the idea of like understanding groups of people based on their, uh, their own, in their own context, you know, uh, understanding like how, uh, how people engage with the world on their own terms. Um, and, you know, which is all well and good for a lot of anthropologists when it, we're talking about, you know, the Hadza or something like that, you know, we're talking about some <laughs> like an indigenous group somewhere else, but then they won't, you know, they won't apply that to, you know, people in, you know, like rural white America, right. Which is sort of, uh, you know, an inconsistency. And, and that was a lot of what I like ran up against. And, and I think it's, it's, you know, it's spread to the point where, you know, initially, like I was in biological anthropology and there was a big division there, right? Like there was like, um, you know, uh, the f famous, like, you know, uh, battle over like darkness and El Dorado and, and stuff like that, right? Um, which was like, um, you know, Napoleon Chagnon and, and, and this sort of thing. And like, there was this, this idea that like, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the, what is it sort of evolutionary idea of how cultures come about was this sort of like macho colonialist white thing. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, but then you, you know, uh, so there was a, there was a sharp division there, but eventually I think sort of the, what we would call now the wokest sort of one <laughs> and, uh, and, and a lot of biological anthropology has been, been taken over by that. So that's the long answer is yeah. <laughs> the short answer is yes. Yeah. Mm. I'm very rare. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. That's what I was wondering about. Cause it, it seems like, and I, I'm, I'm at college. I'm not at a, a school with a lot of hard sciences. We have some, we have like computer engineering. We've got uh civil engineering. Uh, we've got a couple other ones, but I was, I would think that, the hard sciences would be the last thing that would get taken over. And I'm wondering if eventually they'll all get taken over. Like, I mean, we've seen, and these are some sort of coming from fringe characters, but there was this whole thing going around that math was racist, that, you know, two plus two equaling four was made by uh, racist white people. But, but my whole thing to that was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you call the thing. Right. It doesn't matter what you call 
right? I, I have this, what is yeah. this, whatever you want to call that number plus two, like it was like the two plus two equals five thing. It's like, okay, well, no matter what you name two and two, yeah. aren't you always going to get this that's many a, at the end of yeah. it, no matter what you call that, that's it? That's one of the things that drives that, that was the two plus two equals five, like discourse or whatever, you know what I mean? Where it's like James Lindsay and, and Kareem Carr, like fight about this, you know, every once in a while on Twitter for like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, that yeah, shit drives yeah. me yeah like for the love right? of the yeah game it's like almost. it drives, it's it drives like they're... me nuts because i'm like when they do the two plus two equals five thing it's like you're doing other operations to the twos this is their big thing it's like you know well if 2.4 and 2.4 if you round those down they're two but if you go 2.4 plus 2.4 that equals 4.8 and then 4.8 rounds up to five right so then you get two plus two equals five but that's like that's not you're doing other operations. That's not like it's not yeah yeah it's not how math works. The it's a very the different thing that situation. the thing that makes two plus two like equals four, like like the 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 thing that you would you the way you would approach two plus two equals four from like a like a uh, essentially like a, a postmodern or non like uh, you know truth based standpoint right like the 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 thing that makes it. Um, what's the word like not objective is how you define the things that you're counting right so like if i have two honey crisps and two honey crisps mm. that's four honey crisp apples right if i have two honey crisps and two fujis i have yes. two honey crisps i have four apples if i have two honey crisps yeah. and two oranges i have four fruits but I have two apples. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, and so it's like, the, what's the right. the, the thing yeah, is yeah, that yeah. like two plus two equals four is like a tool. And it's like a thing that, you know, you can see where like, if you don't define, if you don't properly define the things that you're talking about at that low level, right? When you, when you scale that up to like a statistical test, all of a sudden you're talking about something, uh, you know, you're, you're talking, you're, you're like fucking your, test up <laughs> if you're not to my if you're not you know if you're counting things wrong yeah. essentially and that is that's the thing like is your bias in calling of uh like a like if i have two honey crisps and two avocados i have four fruits well is it a weird bias for me to call an avocado a fruit even though technically it's a fruit right but it's also a vegetable it's a vegetable fruit or something right yeah you know what i mean like that's the like that's where that is yeah but, like they'll like do all this this other stuff and i'm like no man <laughs> like, yeah like and it's like gymnastics that goes into yeah it. there's a perfectly and to be valid fair, thing over there <laughs> you know we'll get into it I'll... yeah 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 exactly yeah and and i to, to be fair i don't think there's a lot of people on the left that are seriously from my perspective i haven't seen a lot of people on the left that are seriously looking at that yeah, argument yeah. and going along with it it seems like it's a sort of fringe thing that pops on Twitter, but it's just so confusing. But that's the thing of like, eventually those, the hard sciences might get sort of taken over the sort of ideological capture, <laughs> which I don't think is good. No, it's probably not a safe idea for the hard sciences really. to be ideological in any regard. But I think you see that a lot with, um, and I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a climate change denier by any, means i think that the orthodoxy mm. is a bit messy but the numbers appear to be at least the numbers that are coming from i forget what the 
and it's bad that I don't know this. I'm bringing it up, but it's like the International Climate uh, mm. Conference, or it's like the ICC or something like that. And they put out data saying that the Earth is going to get X number of degrees warmer over the next. And that seems to be legitimate. But all the solutions that get thrown around to me seem like a little bit messy and they're a little bit ideologically bent. But it seems like even even that is a, an area of science where. Uh, I, I saw an article in the, the free press uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a, a climate scientist that was saying that that his his paper was um you know, his his paper was not accepted because he was presenting data that was going against yeah. the sort of yeah I saw that mainstream view, and he had to yeah. edit some stuff from his paper. Yeah, he had to like change it to make it seem lines. more like dire. Essentially, like he was like they were like, yeah, it's not dire enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. They had to, he had to stoke up the alarmism and things. Yeah. like that. Which I think is, that you know I, again, I, I don't think climate change is like a is like a perfect example of like, um, so like being. Uh, nihilist like i am like my whole thing is rejecting ideology all ideology right <laughs> and the problem with ideology is that it's like mm. it's obsolete it's useless now right um the the scale of problems that we face as like a as a species right <laughs> is just so vast that like mm. ideology can't do it like you know what i mean and but the problem is they're still working with the same old tools right so they're like yeah they're like you know oh uh you know there's we're, we're seeing climate change and, and and everything and you know even if you don't necessarily like you know think that climate change is happening or something you know what i mean um you could be like you can still see like the negative mm -hmm. impacts that humans are having you know what i mean like you just look at a like light bulb at night like look at a security light at night and there's like no bugs flying around it anymore like what's going on right <laughs> you know what i mean and it's like um yeah so it's like these uh but these people are are like you're saying like uh with climate change there's like they've they've turned it into this sort of eschatology right this sort of like judgment day and they have the doomsday clocks and they have all this you know the predictions of when we're going to reach the point of no return and all this kind of thing and then when you say like maybe mm -hmm. you guys are being a little like maybe we're being a little too alarmist then they call you a climate change denier right and the last thing you want to be called is climate change denier but it's yeah the solution in some sense is like for them is just that like everybody has to believe in it right so you get like that movie uh don't look up yeah. where it's like the whole point is just I didn't that watch it because I was so like, good. I'm going to be like so annoyed. So I just had my wife give me like the, like the, the, it was so funny. synopsis, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, you know, but yeah, you have this like, thing it where great. it's like, it's like everybody has to believe in this for us to be able to do anything. And no, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> like everybody doesn't have to believe in that for you. You could do yeah. something about it without everybody believing this specifically. But it turns into this like this ideological thing where it's like, you know, if you don't believe in it, then there's like a moral thing where you're like this bad person. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I was reading uh, I was reading uh, the book from the co-founder and president of Braver oh, Angels, yeah, David Blankenhorn. I was reading his book, and there was a little chapter in there. There was a little section about how what we've done is we've taken the other side's language and mm -hmm. we weaponize it against them. So, you know, the sort of 
pro traditional family values thing. I wasn't alive, but from what I understand, popped out of the religious right in the 70s and the 80s. And it was sort of meaning that you were in favor of the nuclear family, uh, heterosexual marriage, that kind of thing. And now that was taken by the left and it's been flipped and weaponized to sort of mean someone that is very rigid in views of like gender ideology and gender expression. And they're not very in favor of those things, but that's not really what that means. It's not those two things aren't, you know, you can be supportive of traditional family values in your own life while saying, I don't care what other people do outside of my personal life, as long as it doesn't affect me. It's a maybe more of a libertarian perspective, but that's always what I've thought. I, I like the nuclear family. I like family values. But I don't care if two gay people want to get married. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't. It doesn't care. I don't care. Go ahead, like that kind of thing. Um, but the one part of that that's interesting is that we've, uh, as a another part of that, like you were saying with the the climate stuff, is that we're into this really binary system where we take a little bit of disagreement and we take it really far. So someone that is a climate skepticist mm -hmm. gets turned into a denier immediately because there's no room for skepticism in this really rigid way of thinking we've oh yeah i mean i think that's into. and that's you know that's a function of like the the ideology like how ideology works you know um it's <clears throat> the ideas is you know and it's why it why it doesn't work <laughs> why it doesn't work for these kind of big problems right is because you have these mm. um you know, in order for ideology to function, there has to be kind of this in-group and out-group, you know, and there has to be like, you know, like, you know, everybody yes. who believes is in the in-group and everybody who doesn't believe is in the out-group. And if you express any doubt, then you're in the, then you're in the out-group, right? And you're part of the problem. And, um, and the only, yeah. the only solution is for you to believe in all of this, right? <laughs> it's the only solution is for everybody to believe in this. Um, yeah. And, you know, so there are these, everything becomes like a test of your purity, right? Yeah, like, and, and you know, yeah. and so then they start, you know, conglomerating issues into one thing. Everything becomes like, you know, so it's not just climate change, right? It's climate justice, right? Like, you can't believe in, you know, you know, we can't solve yes. climate change if we don't if we don't do climate justice, if we aren't, you know, doing, I don't know, reparations or something. Right. <laughs> like, And it's like, you know, that's the, that's yeah. the, that's where it's like, you're, all you're doing is like tacking on this like set of like beliefs that you have to have. And then you can't, you can't bring other people. It's like preventing others from coming in and working with you. And yeah. And that's where, you know, that's where the whole thing yeah. just like breaks down is that like, eventually you can't, Eventually, you can't shame people into doing your thing. You have to somehow compromise with them in order to get, you know. So if you think climate change is really important, mm. then you got to, like, make some sacrifices <laughs> to make that to make that work. But that's, you know, it's impossible yeah. because it it becomes a, a test of, you know, whether you're in the in-group or not. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I try to avoid... Uh, I try to avoid singling out oh, yeah. like the right does this too. They do it all the time. You've got, you've got like the, um the push against gender ideology, which is then I think that the right is really interesting 
this is something I didn't plan on asking you. This is I just kind of thought of this, but um, are there any left wing conspiracy theories? Like it seems like the right has a sort of <laughs> monopoly on conspiracy theories, and yeah. that's their version of wokeism, because wokeism is this weird thing where gender equality and climate and racism and all these things get tied together in this sort of convoluted way where i can't quite see how we're making the connections and a lot of it seems like a little bit of a stretch and i think that's a lot more mm. apparent on the right than it is on the left like i think on the left maybe it's because these this weird tying together of all these different movements yeah. is in this really pretty wrapping paper and i'm not saying that any of it's particularly bad i guess it's like the the way that they go about enforcing the rules and the and sort of defining the terms of play it seems like that's a little bit harder to identify but on the right it's just like flagrant it's <laughs> way out there it's like uh, you meet people and they believe yeah. in one conspiracy theory then they believe in all of them so it's like the earth is flat and the <laughs> bush administration planned 9-11 and the COVID 19 yeah. is putting a microchip in my brain and and both of them just it's so exhausting it's impossible to exist in that oh, world yeah. and be a oh, happy man. Yeah. function i think human. i think the thing with like with the right and like those kinds of conspiracy theories like this i mean this is my kind of pet theory like in the 60s like not trusting the government was like you know was like in fashion right like that was like you know that was like how you like showed that you were like cool right was you know you were like oh the fucking government they're you yeah. know they're and you know lo and behold they were doing a bunch of shitty stuff but they're right they were like giving people acid yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? and trying to mind control them and shit yeah yeah they weren't wrong much right? of it they was legitimate to, you know they're trying to kill malcolm x and all kinds of shit right but like they were like you know they were like uh you know yeah we don't trust the government and that's like a, you know, like I bet they have UFOs hidden in a bunker somewhere or something. Right. And then eventually like, yeah, as that progressed, like it got less cool. You know what I mean? Like, because like the, the left, I think yeah. what we would call the left quote unquote, right. Sort of started to become the establishment. Right. And so now like yes. all those people who like don't trust the government and whatever, are now on the right and they're and they sound crazy yeah. and we're like that's crazy and there's like you know it's kind of marked in a way like it's marked as this like um you know like this just complete um you know like that it's like for poor people essentially right <laughs> like you know when it was you know in the in the 60s and 70s yeah. like not you know not trusting the government was like a you know was like something that like you know it was high fashion essentially and then and yeah yeah it was that was sort right. of the, and the then once that cultural movement yeah once that flipped once the once the establishment became you know once the or rather once the left became the establishment now all of a sudden it's like these people are way out there like you know and you know and some of that shit is definitely yeah. way out there but some of it is you know you know like you get why they don't trust the government yeah yeah it's a bit of a gray area like yeah some of the stuff they're saying is and i, I agree with you that's an interesting point is that we sort of are in this weird giant oscillating swing between right and left where now there's data coming out showing that the next generation is leaning really conservative but that's because right. conservatism is now the counterculture because the left has all the institutional power 
They run, they largely run academia. They have a lot of power in corporations. And that's the one thing I try to explain to people I think that aren't at a university is that it seems like the political right has the monopoly on scumminess in Washington. You see a little bit of scumminess from the left in Washington from time to time. But the predominant thing is like, look at all these right wing politicians. Let's demonize yeah. them because to be fair, they're saying some crazy shit and they're doing some crazy shit. And so it could seem like, OK, well, the political rights completely lost its mind. The left is the way to go. But then you go to these corporations, you go to academia and you see that they're doing the same stuff. They're just exercising. And that's kind of a theory. I'm not saying this is proven. I'm not saying that I'm set in stone on this, but it seems like the political left can exercise their power oh, yeah. in other areas. They don't have to exercise it in D.C. because they can sort of influence policy. They can influence culture from the places where they have power more effectively right. than in DC. Yeah, no, I mean, I think gridlock. that's, you know, they're, uh, it's all about like where sort of the investment has been from either side uh, for the last, like, you know, 40, 50 years yeah. or whatever. And, and, you know, the, yeah, like, ho you know, Hollywood or whatever is, you know, fully, fully woke progressive, you know, that's, and that, they exert plenty of power there. Like, you know, you can't, you know, you can't watch a, yeah. a TV show without, you know, getting like a lecture about like systemic racism, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or some or, kind of thing, you know, and it's like, you know, something. I mean, to the point of being yeah. like, you know, this sort of just boring, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I, I heard, yeah, yeah, uh, it is. It is. I heard, I was. I don't know if you listen to um, Feminine Chaos. It's Cat uh, Rosenfield and uh, Phoebe Phoebe Maltz. Cat Rosenfield. The two of them are are. He's amazing. Uh, I don't know if you follow them, but everybody should go follow them. <laughs> Every everybody should go follow. I don't. Them on I'm unfamiliar um, with them. And uh, you know they were. Oh right, X. It's yes, X, so Andrew. It's X yeah. now. Oh shit! Elon yeah, will get, Elon will shut you down. It's X. <laughs> also. I don't mean to. I don't mean to shut down your point, but, but what do we call? Is it Xing? Is that what the what is the verb Twixes? of engaging right. on X? Twix, right? It's a Twix. Twix yeah. is really good. Twix is yeah, very twixing. funny. Yeah, I'm, just gonna I'm Twixing right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then we have left, right Twix. That's uh, perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. That's great. It's called exactly. Twixing. We yeah, should coin no. that term. And then yeah, oh, and sorry. Then, continue know, like, with your Twitter your point. Is like dark chocolate Twix. I don't know. That's maybe too far. Right. Yeah. There's, yeah. Sure, that right, one. Who knows? Is, There's yeah, cookies and cream like Twix now too. Or something, I guess. <laughs> um. Shit. What was I saying? <laughs> you were saying that there's a, a fem chaos. Uh, oh yeah, feminine uh, chaos. Feminism right. chaos oh, I was talking about or something. Uh, there's a like you know Netflix and that sort of thing. Apparently there was a whole thing where Netflix they had in the writers' rooms they had like this whole matrix of things like where who could get killed by who and who was allowed to die and who was not allowed to die and who was allowed to die in what ways and all this kind of thing and it's like you know that's the that's the kind of exactly what you're saying like the 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 and i think it's the investment in that particular arena and and there's some degree of self-selection right so like in academia like man mm -hmm. we do not make a lot of money like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> your professors are you know, not yeah. wealthy. Um, and there's like this self-selection, you know, like I, I knew really brilliant um, 
and scholars, like really this one guy was really, really smart when I was in, in, in undergrad and could have had like a, an amazing career as, as a biology professor, but he was just not, you know, he's not down to make $80,000 a year and, you know, just do it for the glory. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so a lot mm. of, a lot of like conservatives are probably selecting out of like doing academia. Right. But then on top of that, right, there's, you start getting yeah. this monoculture, uh, especially in, in certain departments. I mean, mm -hmm. in anthropology, it's like a hundred percent Democrats, that kind of thing. Um, and so they have that, they're wielding that power there. Um, and it's only, you know, and whereas, you know, the, the, yeah. the rightists essentially, you know, the conservatives have, uh, you know, they've taken over, um, uh, you know, business essentially. And, you know, and is no matter how woke a corporation yeah. appears, right. These people are not, <laughs> they're not like they're, you know, like, I don't care how many rainbows they slap yeah. on Oreos and shit. Like yeah. none of these guys are like, you know, they're not, they're not communists or something. Right. So like, you know, and that's the problem is that we, we have these no. things where they're, they're um, nobody's checking them. Right. There's, you know, you need, you need, some lefty mm. types in business you need some righties in academia you need like you need diversity of opinion like you need diversity of of beliefs and yes. diversity of thought um and that's what is like sorely lacking in all of these these places yeah i think so um and that is and to be fair, there's I guess there's a little bit of pushback from mm -hmm. organizations like Heterodox Academy. Yeah, fire is great. Fire, uh, fire is they're 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 fantastic. I'm trying to get someone from oh, Fire on yeah, here. We'll I don't know how to really uh, reach out to them, but we'll uh, that's after. a goal. Like, I know a few people who are who are Fire. Okay, folks who might be Fire's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, it's a fantastic organization, and um. And there are sort of organizations like that. I mean, uh, Bridge USA, I guess the bridging community is, you know, active on college campuses, maybe not necessarily trying to push back against the left, maybe trying to more invite yeah. the political yeah. right back, trying to give them spaces to invite them back. But um, there is there does seem to be a lot of uncontested power that the left oh, is yeah. wielding. At yeah, I mean, that's, you know, they're they're not. Yeah, they're not checked at all. Um, and, and really, or they're, they're really only checked by, you know, luckily by a few, you know, a few people who are, are willing to sort of like, uh, you know, stand up to it and, you know, and groups like fire who, you know, come in and, and, you know, uh, yeah. marshal a whole bunch of people to, to fight back against things like, like when that, uh, that professor got fired at wherever that was for, you know, showing like a, an image of Mohammed. And yeah. Oh my gosh. That was the it's, craziest yeah. thing. That's crazy. It was in the, so for, for those who don't know, then shoot, I should, I should pull up that story if I can find it. I'm I'm not very fast on the, the Google, but um, yeah, I forget where it was. It's some place where I want to, the, the university was like McAllister or something. I don't... Something like that. But um, okay. Um, Minnesota professor gets dismissed for showing Muhammad painting 
Um, oh, wow. He's Ooh, he's nice. gotten the go ahead to sue the <laughs> university. That's crazy. Um, but but essentially, this professor, what was it in? in yeah, it was like our history art, class. Yeah, some sort of ancient art class. I think it was. Showed a picture of Muhammad where his face was visible. That's very that's very blasphemous in the uh, religion of Islam. You're not supposed to see Muhammad's face. There was the, now this was mm. this was in the syllabus of the class. That particular unit yeah. was not mandatory to attend. And it was very it was very blatantly shown yeah. that that was going to be a thing. And a student reported him and the university let him go. And then I think fire did step in on yeah. that one and and got him back in. The university reversed it. Which they should. It's good that they did that because it's it's ridiculous. And um, I, I was listening to an old episode mm. of Rogan with Jonathan Haidt, and he was saying that like he teaches at the New York uh, School of New York University. It's like the Emerson School of Business or something like that. I'm really not doing good with the factual close enough on this one. <laughs> yeah. But um, he was saying like I don't pull any. He was like I don't pull any funny business. I don't mm. talk about anything controversial. I tread very lightly because at that particular university in every bathroom, they put up these forms telling students how to anonymously report what? professors who said something they didn't like. What? No. Yeah. What? You didn't hear That's about that. Nuts. That's nuts. What crazy. is that? Isn't That's, that insane? That is nuts. That's insane. That's like... So a form in the bathroom, you could, you could anonymously yes. report a professor. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. the reaction That's I like, had when just... I first heard about that. Like, it's good to be like, I, you know, it's, it's important to be able to like report professors and everything, but there's a, another thing to where it's like, you're almost like making it sort of like a, like a, you know, like it's a thing you should do. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's become on, on yeah. paper. I don't disagree with that concept on paper. You should be able to anonymously because some professors genuinely yeah. do oh, yeah. crazy stuff and they say these crazy things and it's it's genuinely coming from a bad place. And that's I think the weird thing is like, and I don't know how to articulate this to people. Maybe you can. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but it's this idea of like the stuff that the left is doing isn't necessarily wrong. There's certainly a lot of discussions that get opened up around the things they're trying to push. But it's not necessarily what they're doing; it's how they're doing it. And to yeah, the I mean, it's well, it's doing it. this is like you know, again, it's like how like an ideology is is going to function, right? It's like they have found a thing or a set of things that everybody really just to you know, everybody kind of is like, yeah, you know, more or less, that's that's great, right? Like in the last. 50 years like everybody's like yeah being a racist is shitty don't do that like that sucks like that's bad it's bad to be a racist and so pretty mm -hmm. much everybody but like a very small you know group very small contingent of people are like yeah being a racist is bad but then once you do that once you like create yeah. this this thing that like so many people can agree with then you you can very easily start to expand the definition of who's a racist right the, the idea of like concept creep and you know yes. and and a lot of you know a lot of the sort of yes. anti-woke authors talk about that where it's like you know it's like white supremacy used to be like specifically like the aryan brotherhood and you know what i mean and those kinds of folks and 
you know, and now white supremacy is just like you, like, uh, like you making kimchi for dinner. You know what I mean? Like, it's like all of a sudden, why is you're participating in white supremacy? If you're like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you, I don't know, you don't let, uh, uh, someone merge in front of you in the, in traffic or something, not that's overreach, but, you know, but in a real sense, you know, there's that, that sort of concept creep and, and it's enabled by the fact that, that we're, you know, we are sort of sitting here being like, we have to make these, these constantly make these kinds of um, disclaimers, right. And say like, well, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not against what they're saying in terms of like race, you know, like racism is bad, but like, everybody agrees racism is bad like you know what i mean but the, except for like real deal racists, except for the racists, you know, like serious racists who like yeah there's like fifty thousand of them and they're like they're jerk offs they're out like in the middle of the woods doing whatever they do you know what i mean yeah yeah who knows who knows and to a certain extent we do need to reach those people and try to figure out what's going on with with their yeah. upbringing and why they came to that belief but yeah i mean i think that you that can't is ever you can't ever erase it all you, you can't ever you know what i mean it takes yeah it's it takes no you're never gonna you know what i mean never, like never. there's always going to be a little pocket of it the question is how seriously you take it you know and um yeah and and so i think yeah this is the thing is that they found this thing that it's like everybody can kind of agree on but then we're using that and you know the people that use it are people who want to have power in that way like they want to have the power to crush their enemies and move up the ladder in academia and be the chairman or the chairperson of the department and stuff like that right <laughs> like you know so they're going to use whatever they can yeah like oh you know you don't like what professor so and so said like maybe you should report it, you know, <laughs> go check the bathroom, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's that's true. It is. And that's something Jonathan and I talked about is that there's this prestige oh, yeah. now in the call out. The call out has some, there's some sort of sense of like, I get to show off my morality to the group. It's this weird game of like this competing moral high ground game. It's like, how, mm. how far can you take it? But the the problem is that it it sucks and the problem is that it's not fun and not that it's supposed to be fun but you know what i mean it's like there's no room for context there's no yeah. room for nuance there's no room for any of these things it's just and and luckily point park is um point park's a very progressive school it is a performing oh, arts school oh, it's okay. a liberal arts college so uh, but luckily, I haven't seen, to be fair, Point Park's been pretty good about not uh, letting the craziness completely consume it. There was a a, a kid, a friend of mine, uh, Logan Dubill, who's been on the show twice now, who uh, sort of spoke out against the campus's pronoun policy. They were trying to enforce mandatory pronouns. He said, I'm not doing that. That's crazy. And I ended up getting on like Fox News for a bunch of this stuff. But um, but there was a, a student Jesus. petition to get him kicked off of campus and it got a pretty decent number of signatures. Yeah. And the university said, we're not kicking him off campus. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, there's so that was no, good. They don't want to... That was a, a win. Yeah, that was a win for everyone. What did he object to? What was his but, but yeah, I mean, that's the problem with it. He said that he shouldn't be he shouldn't be mandated to use somebody's pronouns in university 
spaces, which to be fair, yeah. it's a private university, so it can maybe enforce that rule. Uh, I, I mm -hmm. to a certain extent, understand his objections to that. I think in public spaces, oh, yeah. that's absolutely off limits. You cannot mandate you cannot mandate speech there there should never be things oh that yeah if you were penn state, state in a public would, setting would be, our hands are tied yeah yeah no. yeah at penn state you could you could not do yeah. it because that's a that's a very public space you cannot it would be a very bad idea to mandate that speech but at a private university they can they have some different rules but um but he objected to that and there was uh it's actually funny he signed the petition <laughs> to get him kicked off campus <laughs> He signed it. His friends signed it. His family. They all signed it oh, um, because he knew that it wasn't. I mean, and and it's good that wow. he should not get kicked off the campus. But it's it's it's, it's very strange. It's really weird. and I've heard that it's even weirder from a pro professor's perspective. Um, you know, I've been I sort of grew up in this. This is all I've really ever known. So it's always been kind of strange to think about it. Oh not yeah, being like yeah. This I mean, it's in uh, some ways. You know, there was. There was that, you know, I always think about it like, um, you know, when it comes to like saying, calling people by their pronouns, like obviously like whatever you want me to call you, I don't care. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, but I also I understand like taking mm -hmm. issue with compelled, compelled speech, you know, um, and, you know, as a you know, when you're yeah. a professor or you're something like that, like, um, you know, there was this uh, there was a guy recently. I think there was another fire case where he wanted to, he was told that he had to put like a land acknowledgement on his, um, on his syllabus. And he was like, you know, and he put some snarky thing about, you know, uh, land, uh, what was it? The use definition of ownership or something like that. Right. <laughs> so he was like a dick about it. So like, you know, <laughs> There was, you know, but I think he wanted, I think he was spoiling for a fight, but, uh, you know, when I, whenever I, I see stuff like that, I'm like, you know, it, that's like a ritual. You're, you're asking me to do a ritual. Like if you're, if you're asking yep. me to put my, uh, you know, my pronouns in my bio, or if you're asking me to like put a, a land acknowledgement, which don't even get me started on those things, um, a land acknowledgement on my syllabus or something, that's like a ritual. You're like asking me to put a prayer on things and i'm let you know what i'm saying yeah put yeah. this prayer on yeah 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 put this like prayer. you know like yeah i guess if you're a private college and you yeah. you know if i worked at catholic university of america and they were like you got to put the like lord's prayer up in the corner or something i'd be like i guess so you know um like but it, that's not like my my sense of like the what we would call like the the establishment clause or the you know freedom of religion is that it's it extends to all ideologies and i don't have to do the the rituals of any ideology no matter what i don't even have to do the rituals of my own ideology yeah. right like like which i don't have one so like yeah. <laughs> so it works out for me nicely but like you don't have to do like mm -hmm. nobody should be able to force you like if you're a christian nobody should be able to force you to like say a prayer nobody should be able to force you to like you know put your pronouns in your bio even if you're a a, a trans person yeah like yeah. yeah or to say that you're on stolen land or to uh, admit that yeah. there is systemic racism or to admit that you've been compliant in it somehow or to admit that 
uh, there is no difference right. between men and women biologically or that gender and sex have to be completely separated. You should never be forced to like, that's crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy yeah. to, force and it's just like a ritual. It's to a, say it those goes things a, and entirely back to the thing we were talking about before, where it's just about like purity and it's about, you know, we're going to make sure that everybody here believes this thing yes. and, you know, and it's, it's a way to show that your entire university is this in group of, you know, is this sort of in-group of people who are like-minded or whatever, which is like not what it should be. Yeah, right? Doesn't that get boring? <laughs> yeah. It gets boring really fast. Like it, to have all your friends agree with you, to have, to be surrounded by a bunch of people that agree <laughs> with you. Well, that's the thing so that, yeah. So fast. <laughs> like there's but, something fun. There's something yeah. fun about disagreeing with your friends. Because you're allowed to go as hard as you want because you know that that person's your friend and you can't. So it's just that just gets boring. What the heck is going on with my microphone? Here? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, It keeps getting really loud on me. But OK, so this is something I wanted to touch on because you sort of brought this up. Um, Just to maybe iron out some understood definitions of terms that we're going to be throwing around here for our, my, our viewers that have already kind of been thrown around. But what do you define? ideology as uh, okay so <laughs> what is an ideology uh this is a, this is a fun one talk about fun uh so the, the way i think of ideology is you know there's there's tons of different definitions like throughout time of what ideology is mm. um the way i would define ideology is that it is a a structure that uh that solves the problem of network coordination right so what that is is uh, you know, a good a good paper, probably my favorite academic paper of all time is uh, this paper by um, Carney, this guy Carney and uh, and uh, Tomas Davi Barrett, right? Uh, who I just I met him recently. He's a he's a wild dude. He's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, uh, the idea is essentially that like so so their paper was like the idea was that. Um, there's a problem of getting everybody every you know everybody has their own goals and their own you know motivations and everything and there's a problem of getting everybody like on the same page to like accomplish some broader goal right and how do we do that through like a like a large network of connected people and they figured out that one way to do that is to have this like center node this very powerful center node that's a a god or a set of gods like a a a uh, what they called a deified ancestor, right? And that that God is like, yeah, um, able to sort of set the, you know, coordinate everybody to sort of they they use like this weird dial mechanism where it's like everybody's on four, right? And so we're going to put everybody on four, right? Um, and so the idea is that like that structure is what an ideology is. You have some sort of if you they were talking about religion, right? Um, and so if you, you think of it as religion, well, then you have this God in the middle, right? But it really extends to any ideology if you're a little bit loose with how you define gods, right? Um, and so you, you have this center thing that's like the source of truth, essentially, right? So for wokists, Right, it's uh, the oppressed ancestors, the ancestors that were oppressed by white cis heteropatriarchy for the last 
X number of years, right? And the fact that they suffered that way, right? White cis patriarchal colonialism, right? We'll get all of those together. It's a long thing. It keeps, it yeah, it's, it's crazy. Long, yeah. It um, but it's, you know, and so that source of truth is yeah. there like suffering and that these people suffered, right? And so then around that, you can think of it as sort of like the, the like a galaxy. I like to think of it as like a galaxy. That source of truth, the, the ancestor gods, they're like the black hole in the middle. And then right outside that, you have this like yeah. group of people who are priests. And those people can, those people demonstrate yes. that they have like a, a kinship, the connection to that, to those gods, right? Either the biological connection, right? So you're black mm -hmm. or you're gay or a symbolic connection, right? Like, um, you know, you, uh, uh, you know, you've gone through uh, whatever it is to become uh, a priest, you know, you live your life like how you think Jesus would, right? That makes you a priest. And those people have yeah. like followers who are what we would call true believers, right? And those true believers are the ones who, mm -hmm. you know, they, they're they essentially manipulated by these priests, right? <laughs> and that's sort of the hot center of the galaxy is like the mm -hmm. true believers, the people who are really into it, you know what I mean? And, and the priests that sort of control them, right? Yeah. And then out in the arms, there's everybody who's just like, please don't like burn my house down, right? <laughs> you know? So to me, an ideology is that's that's my definition of an ideology is this this structure, this very specific type of structure that is used to sort of, you know, make everybody to coordinate everybody in a big network. The problem with it is that it it can't it can only reach so far. Right. And there are other galaxies out here at the risk of like extending my my uh, metaphor too far. There are other galaxies out here that are pulling pulling on the people in the arms right and so you know there's there's other yeah. connections that people have and so when you're like when you're trying to control people there's there's like a limit it can only go so far it can't control the whole world mm -hmm. without being like violently coercive yeah um which is what you see with a lot of you know with the yes. soviet union or something right where it's just like violent coercion so that's my long, that's my long answer, my long description of what I call an ideology. That's, that's really interesting. I've never heard of someone really describe it like that before. I guess um, my definition that I've always, and I think this is very similar to what you're saying. Um, and I, I've sort of, this is not entirely original thought. I've sort of, I've read books and listened to stuff. I've oh. sort of built this idea up is that um there's there's this, there are sacred ideas at the center maybe like maybe right. that's your point yeah. of like this sort of the source of truth there's these sacred ideas in the center mm. i think of it more as like a team game like there are these sacred beliefs that the team has you've got your team captains which are like the priests yeah. or like the thought leaders of the ideology and then there's all the team players and if you show disobedience to the sacred yep. ideas then you get kicked off the team you're out of here and they're all the different teams and they're all playing each other in this game <laughs> that doesn't even have a rule book. Yeah. There's no agreed upon rule book in the game. They're all just, they're like making yeah. up their own rules as they go along. They're, they're like the kid that you hit with the dodgeball and he's like, no, we'll hit yeah. on my arm and, and that's a safe spot. <laughs> so I'm not really out. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'm, 
I'm making that yeah. as I go along, but like that's what it is. And so you've made a couple of um you've also you've brought up religion a couple of times here. What is the difference between because my sort of thought is no. that they're not really that different. A religion is maybe just an ideology that gets deeply ingrained in a culture. I'm I'm freestyling now. I'm making this up it's as I go along. It. I'm just thinking like is is an idea is a religion an ideology that gets embedded in a culture and then sticks around for yeah, a I mean, really, I think all, really, really so I think long time. Religions are all ideologies, right? So every every ideology, every religion is an ideology, mm -hmm. but not every ideology is a religion, right? Um and so like interesting. Uh, and okay. that's like a I think a point of confusion for a lot of um you know, the sort of anti-wokists that you see, you know, they're always talking about how it's like a religion and it's, you know, it has tendencies, but that's, you know, it seems religious, but that's because it's an ideology, right? Um, and so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think a religion in a sense is, it's just an ideology where that, those center, that center sacred ideal or whatever is, you know, something um, like, mm -hmm like and i'm sort of free i'm sort of freestyling here too right <laughs> but i think yeah yeah i mean you know that's i love yeah. freestyle. Um, i love it i think so yeah fun. to define like a religion i would think of it as something where the like the center that that center that that you know uh that chocolatey center is um is something like Deliver not deliberately, but blatantly, like blatantly, like specifically supernatural, right? That it's some sort of like magical mm -hmm. being, like who who isn't real, or if it's like a real yeah. person, like it's someone they they're like they have magic powers, like quote unquote, right? Like they're you know, like if it's like you know the um you know like a pharaoh or something like that, right? Um, so when you have a religion, I think it's like you have this very specifically um very specifically like stated as such um uh supernatural center whereas like other ideologies like political ideologies yeah. have have some historic or existing group right as their sort of center and then when you have like a yeah when you have like a cult That's then there's some individual who is who's the center Right. And that can be a religious cult where it's like, you know, the guy says, you know, like, okay. um, uh, you know, Waco, where it's like, you know, I'm I'm Jesus or Nexium, where the guy's like, I'm just a smart guy. Yeah. Right. Or Donald Trump, where it's just like an ass or Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> like where it's like somebody's just like a con man. Yeah. Right. But well, they're I mean, all that's... con men. I mean, let's let's be let's be real. <laughs> they're all con men. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trump is just Trump is just the yeah. best con man that's oh, ever he's lived. He's a great con man. He's great. He at is 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 he the goat of con men? Is he the goat of con men? That's what I'm. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't no, want to leave but, our previous conversation because that's really interesting stuff there. But is I mean, Donald Trump the goat? He's definitely of con in the top. Like you know what I mean? Like he's definitely like he's in the top. You know, he's in my yeah. I would say yeah. I'd put him. Is in he the in top, your top three? Top three. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of great con men, but yeah. There's a lot of really yeah. He's a like really a, good yeah. con men out there. Yeah, right there. I like... a really good one. Who's the guy? What's his Frank Abagnale oh, from the movie good, Catch yeah. Me If You Can? Yeah. That's yeah. a cool con man. That dude yeah. was sick. and it was. I mean, that's that solid. Was a good that's movie like you too. know, that's like fun con man shit. 
though. Yeah, you're doing like the. Yeah, he's just kind of stealing money. Yeah, it's like a guy no, that robs a fun. bank. It's like this. They're the people's money is insured. You're just stealing from the government, which yeah, you could argue right. steals from us. Yeah, to it's begin just with. fun so times. Yeah. We're just having fun. Yeah. Now I I digress, but that's really interesting. So you're saying, and I actually, I I thought this was gonna be maybe there's a little bit of a disagreement here, but nothing too crazy. So that's really interesting. You're saying that political ideologies have some sort of historical, um. <clears throat> Yeah. presence at the center that makes right. them what they are and a, a a religion or an ideology um more like a, maybe like a religious ideology or just a religion is there's some sort of sacred belief at the idea that is almost yeah well it's yeah truth. it's it is like the bedrock of everything that. Yeah, I think that there's that the what it is, is, is like, you know, on. those that there's that source of truth in, in the middle. And I think that's, you know, those like you're saying, like, it's like a sacred idea. And I think a sacred idea is like a really good term for it, because it's like yeah. it's it's not like um, the people who believe it think of it as being a, an objective truth. Right. There's this objective truth. There's this objective like God just exists and he's yeah. out there and he made everything. And he really cares where you like stick your dick and all that kind of shit. Right. <laughs> and, and like, he's really involved. Right. And then there's like this whole other, um, you know, but, but that's really what it is. It's unquestionable. Right. It's, it's a, it's an unquestionable sacred idea. Like you can't come in and to church and say like, well, I don't know. What if he's not out there? What if he doesn't do that? And you're like, Whoa, man. Right. And so the same thing goes for like, you know, political yeah. ideologies, like political, you know, like American conservatism, like, you know, granted, like the Marlboro man doesn't exist. Right. Or, you, you know what I mean? But like the pioneers, right. The, the things that they're built on, mm -hmm. you know, the, there's there's this you know these sort of you know strong men with guns and trad wives that like made america great right you know what i mean and that's that that thing right and that's yeah. that source of truth and when you question that source of truth and you say like what if there were gay cowboys they're gonna lose their mind and if you yeah no what if, fuck that, oh they don't fuck, like you know what i mean <laughs> they don't like that too much but there absolutely was yeah no he was probably and great that guy was probably the buff. man you know what I mean? Like, yeah, gay cowboys, shit. Yeah, but like you know, it's like, uh, like the, you know, and then and then you have, um, you know, you have wokeism, for example, right, where you you have like slaves, right, and slavery, and and if if you come to them and yeah. you say, well, you know, look, everybody had slaves and everybody was and like people, yeah, and like Everybody's everybody was, and then also back point. in those times, like people thought that was okay because they didn't think black people were people, which is like, yeah, that's like they were wrong. Like black people are totally people. Like everybody's people, but back then they didn't. There's, you know what I mean? Like the some of the smartest people we know of in that time had slaves. Like they thought it was fine. If you say that though, you're questioning yeah. like the 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 nougat. You're questioning like that center, and that is yes. It's that yeah. It's that it's that tootsie. Yeah, pop. you got to get yeah. to the the chocolatey chewy stuff in the. You got to get to the tootsie roll. If you go to the That's, tootsie yeah. roll Do in the not middle, take a bite. It's over. Like, for you. you know, you got to stay. Yeah, you got to just admit. Yeah, to it. I don't know how it. 
man, now I'm like, how does the Tootsie Roll? Because I keep saying chocolate center. And I'm like, is it, do you bite it? Is that what makes you like a true believer? It's like, you're like the owl from the old commercial. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Maybe you, okay. So we've been saying it as in yeah. like, you, you can't get to the chocolatey center, but maybe the ideologues want you to. Right. You, that's like the yes. rite of passage yeah. is taking a bite of the chocolatey center. And then it becomes a part of you. No, but that is interesting. Um, and they don't like that too much. They don't like both sides, the the ideologies. They don't yeah, like the conservatives. Right. They don't like the idea nope. of like a gay cowboy or of, um you know, uh, something like that. You know, maybe a, <laughs> a Navy SEAL that's trans or something like that. You know, and, and then the left doesn't like um the left doesn't like. And, and, you know, I do think she's she's a, a grifter. I don't really know how to I don't really know how to oh, feel yeah. about Candace Owens. Yeah. But the left doesn't like her because she is someone in a way that goes against um oh yeah oh i mean they the, hate the they hate it. ideas they hate a, a black right there they're, they're they don't like candace owens they don't like right uh a douglas murray they don't like a douglas murray because he's a gay guy that's that yeah. that's conservative and he's very outspoken um which oh, to be fair i think douglas murray is a very oh, yeah. reasonable oh, yeah. guy compared to candace owens um from what i've seen but so the, and so that's kind of the problem, I guess, is that the left doesn't like and that's my biggest problem with the left is like my biggest problem with the right is that they seem to there's a there they seem to be angry. There's this there's this anger that's really deep. And in sort of maybe they're that, that ideology and they take it out on mm. the outlier of a group. And then they apply that to the like to the entire group right so they'll they'll take um you know they'll they'll look at a news story about uh a a a, a trans uh, parent that did mm-hmm. something really fucked up to that to their kid right oh, and they'll go yeah. you know that's all yeah. of them yeah. that's all the trans people type thing and like it's it's horrible like it's horrible to do it's cuz it's just not yeah. it's not true it's it's impossible for it to be true. It's impossible for all of them to yeah. be. Chances are there's a small group in every group that's that's participating in some bad behavior, but that doesn't make every single one of them yeah. like that. And then my problem with the left is that if anyone goes against the hmm. singular narrative in the middle, it's almost like oh, yeah. it's almost like they're, they're doing, doing the same, exact thing. same thing. They're almost yeah. both treating the out group. Mm-hmm. It's the out group is a monolithic structure. That's the the mindset, and the left uses it as in, okay, well, I I can't look at this person who's uh bisexual and maybe they're a centrist or maybe they're conservative and they don't agree with me on everything. Maybe they don't feel like they've been oppressed or something like that, and that person gets ousted because they don't want to listen to that argument or they don't have a counter argument for it, and then the right is saying something like, all trans people are groomers or all oh, yeah. drag queens are yeah, groomers. it's a it's true. it's treating people it's like. True symbols right you everything is i mean everything in in ideology yeah. is is symbolic it's symbolic logic right it's everything is is everything you do eventually right? eventually everything you do symbolizes in some way your yeah you know belief in the in the ideology your position in the structure you know what i mean um and you know and so and there's there's this this need to see like individuals or individual behaviors or whatever as you know somehow um 
you know, they're devoid of any context. They're devoid of any like humanity, you know? Um, and I think that's, it, they become like a, you know, so like you said, like for, for conservatives, it's like, yeah, there's, you know, these, um, you know, like a trans person, like, you know, like a drag, like a drag show for kids or something, right? It becomes like every trans person is like some sort of deviant, right? You know what I mean? And then there's some kind of like, you know, um, yeah. and if you looked at, if you only, if you only stayed in your, in your, like news eco ecosystem <laughs> in your respective thing right you would think that like yeah like because everything you see is like oh yeah these trans people were you know they were doing whatever to kids and all this kind of thing right and then you know if you were only on the left if you were only on that left side you'd be like well yeah. the, the real problem is the priests in the catholic church and it's like you know and that sort of thing right and like they're the ones who are the real groomers and whatever and it's like well yeah but if you guys looked at both like and probably they're not representative. Yeah. And those Yeah, they can both yeah. be true. And every every they group has both, like they're psychopaths. Not exclusive. Like there's site there's you know what I mean? They're like yeah, approximately one percent of us. There's a hundred, you know, yeah. there's a hundred of them for every thousand. There's gonna be some people who are bad, like real, actual bad people who do bad, terrible things. Yeah. And they're gonna be of all the different things. <laughs> like, you know, nobody's safe from that. And then but then they can say, but, well, he's not a real whatever yeah. that is right like you know what i mean like oh this that priest who like right. stole you know that televangelist who stole all the money from everybody well he wasn't a real christian well fuck yeah he was what was that uh was that was that uh oh jim was like oh uh, yeah Bernie, was, no bernie was madoff was the uh was the um ponzi scheme guy yeah that's oh, right. I mean, it, he's a Joel. Joel uh, he's, I mean, Isn't he's that the guy that stole. He's very money? good at not getting caught stealing money. Um, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he's Jim Baker was a guy, famous right? one, and then there was uh, uh, oh god, what's that guy's yeah. name? Peter Popoff, who like James Randi. Yeah, we're back. We're back to the. We're back oh, to the those goat are, con ooh, those, those guys. We've yeah, full circle. Those guys right are back real. to the best that's con men of all time. That shit is. Ooh. That's some real, that's some real old school con men. Yeah. Like shit. That's <laughs> not fun con men. Like, oh yeah. Bad, but... bad con men shit. <laughs> no. They're up yeah. there with yeah, yeah, old, are, Donald Trump, bad. all that shit. So then wait, without getting too far, without getting too far off course, is Trump a fun <laughs> con man or a, or a bad con man? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He's a bad con man, but it's also kind of fun to watch him be like an asshole. I don't know. Like, it's not really fun. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> he's a bad con man, but he's he, he's a bad con man. And I do yeah, genuinely yeah. think he, he is dangerous oh. uh, in in an office. <laughs> but he's fun, man. He's funny. He's I, I think he's undeniably oh. funny. He says the craziest stuff that no one else would say. But anyway, I want to go back to um so what you were saying yeah the the symbolism thing is interesting there is a lot of that going on uh can you make the argument for why more people should um, live free yeah i mean i think you know so the way the way i think of it is um what ideology does like how ideology brings you in is it's it preys on mm -hmm. needs that you have right 
psychological needs that you have or you know like what we could call safety or like sort of control over the chaotic nature of the world right um uh you know the need for meaning like you need your life to have some kind of meaning you need for there to be you know some some greater purpose for for being here and all that and you know some people have a need to just belong they want to be part of something right something bigger than themselves right and you know they're ostensibly lonely right (laughs) and ideology preys on on that right it comes in and it says to you like listen we're gonna give you like we're gonna give you this this thing this this thing this way to um we're gonna let you be part of this community right we're gonna we're gonna give you this way to sort of control the world like if everybody just believes what we believe then the world won't be bad and crazy and chaotic and bad things won't happen and you know and the, you know, you'll have meaning in your life in trying to like get everybody to believe in this, right? Trying to get everybody to like follow along. And there's, yeah. you know, there's a fight that we're we're gonna win, right? And the and this this utopia is just over the horizon. Just have to, you know, and with you, your help, we can get there, right? And that sounds fucking great to a lot of people. And the only thing you have to trade to them for that is your freedom of thought right your ability to think for yourself and decide what's good for you and lots of people think that that is an absolutely great trade like they're like yeah i'm more than happy to yes you know say all of the ritual sayings and do all of the ritual doings right do all of the rituals and do all the stuff and go out and proselytize and all this kind of thing and fight with people online right that will give me all those things that I need, yeah. right? And and that's the people that that convince them, these true believers, the people that convince them are those those priests, I would call them, right? Like capital P priests, right? And they're con men. They're the ones who say, yeah. like, come on, man, you know, like we're gonna give you all this meaning and safety and everything like that, and you just have to like do what we say. The case for not doing that is that yep living like being able to think for yourself is fucking great <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like you don't have to you know what i mean yeah. like I, I you don't have to do what people say right if you accept that like the world is a crazy place like then then you're not afraid you don't have to be afraid like you're free mm-hmm. to say whatever you want you don't have to be afraid and then the last thing is is with ideology like that connection that belonging is a is a membership and you pay a cost to be a member of something right you're paying mm-hmm. a cost to be like part of the group yeah. like whether it is whether it's tithing to be part of a church whether it's time that you're spending like going out and protesting for you know black lives matter or something like that right whatever your it is you know you're donating money for you know giving people random money on Venmo for reparations, right? Like whatever you're doing, you're, you're paying a cost to be a member of that. And that's being a member of something is different from having a connection, like a real connection with someone. Real connections are what you have with like real friends, real family. And that's what I see like so many people um, like, like ex-woke 
people online talking about like they were part of this like movement and it just felt like lonely and like everybody was like eyes on each other and shit and like you know are you doing yes. like all the stuff right and you know are you living up to the the you know the creeds that we sort of you know have signed up for and that's not a real connection with people like a real connection is like being pals <laughs> like you know like that's what it is it's like being friends it's being yeah. friends it's being family it's like taking care of one another and helping somebody when they need help and that kind of thing and it's not a you know so that's my argument for it is freedom from you know tyranny freedom from like fear and like the ability to have like real connections with people that would be my that's my big like uh spiel for why you should be a nihilist which sounds like not normal people's yeah. idea of what being a nihilist is which i get yeah, it's certainly not mine. It's certainly not the definition that I sort of had in my brain before this conversation. I've I have heard multiple different definitions of that word, but um Okay, but this is I had a lot of things going through my brain just now trying to keep track of all of it. I want to sort of circle back to this, but I have a question for you because I've been thinking about this for a while and it got me thinking of what you just said. Is and I think you're you're at least somewhat familiar with uh oh, yeah, Bridge USA yeah. and the work that that we're yeah. doing, and a little bit familiar with the bridging community. Are we? Because I'd like to think that I do live free of ideology, but maybe from a certain perspective, I don't. Because maybe mm. bridge building has become my ideology. That could be. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like you are? giving up your like ability to think freely to do it no i think i'm actually getting the opposite which is why i'm maybe questioning i, I feel like i feel like we and we're we're actually the one maybe not the only but we're one of the few groups that actually are okay with all of the other groups and actually want them to to disagree yeah. better with each other more honestly and to continue to believe exactly what they want to believe and that's just how the world's supposed to work so maybe we're not a traditional ideology but i would say that we do have some mm, sacred okay. ideas yeah i mean you could have some yeah i would say that we well, definitely have some sacred ideas yeah. it's funny i i think of um there's what is it uh so i i have this friend who who is you know kind of hippie and uh she's you know definitely a very woke progressive um and uh you know we when i used i mean i used to be on uh facebook a lot and and would um argue with end up arguing with people and and that was like it was just it was like a waste of time i was like i was like you can't yeah i was like you can't argue with you yeah, know you can't argue with it doesn't believers. get you anywhere it just doesn't do anything right um and there's nothing wrong with them and, and this is like an important thing is like yeah. having a like being a true believer like it's not that you're it's not a moral failing you're not like a bad person like it doesn't make you a bad person like like the yeah. only like people that really suck are the people that like are tricking people into, you know what I'm saying? Like the, those, those priests are like the real problem. Yes. Um, but I think, yes. you know, when I think of like nihilism, like, you know, people will be like, Oh, it's like a, it's like an ideology of not believing in ideologies. And I'm like, well, no, that's not that the whole point is not ideology. Um, 
it's a thought structure, essentially, right? It's a way of thinking about the world. And so, I mean, I would think that that y'all's, you know, your central ideas are like a way of thinking about the world. They're like a model, right? But they don't have that same. Yes. They don't yes. have that same structure that that power structure that an ideology has, right? And that's the that's the difference. Okay. Is like you you have a model of the world that you think is like, you know, okay. I I I think it works this way, but. Like, I understand that it's wrong sometimes, right? Like, all models are used, you know, all models are wrong, but some of them are useful, right? Yeah. It's a thought structure. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. I guess another thing about it, maybe they're not sacred ideas, right. but we work yeah. with a lot of frameworks, right? Uh, constructive yeah. disagreement sure. is a framework. There's a rule set for it. It's very, or at least our version of it is is very defined. Uh, yeah. It's not perfect. It's messy. That's one thing I'm realizing, maybe that I've realized this for a while, but the one thing that I would want people that are not in the bridge movement to know is like, it's messy. It's not perfect. And it doesn't always work out. And we very well could be wrong. We want our disagreements to be as honest and accurate as possible at the end of the day. If we have dishon, if we're disagreeing on, because I think that's a lot of what's happening today is there's a lot of just there's a lot of goofy disagreements yeah. that aren't really even disagreements. We're just picking yeah. something. We just don't even understand it yeah. or something. Yeah. People just me. don't. I don't even know what we're the fighting over. They don't some understand of it. And then they just like assume, make a bunch of assumptions. And there's like this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of those. Um, there's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently that um that the bridge CEO talks about. Uh who else talks mm. about it? Uh, Tim Urban in his newest book talks about it. It's this idea. Oh, like right. Yeah. You were axis. telling me about that. Yeah. It measures sort of how you think. Yeah. It sort of measures how you think. I've been trying to figure out a, a definable term for what the vertical axis actually measures. No one's really figured it out. The interesting thing what you brought up is that uh, Tim Urban's version of the vertical axis is a, a four oh. step. It's a four rung ladder. And at the top hmm. is a scientist they hmm. treat their ideas like experiments the ideas can be wrong the ideas can be molded the ideas need to be tested against other ideas in order to see if there's any merit to them or not and there's sort of this yeah. there's a humility to it to a certain extent and then the next rung down is hmm. uh, a sports fan they want there are some people out there that want the rules to be evenly applied and they want the rules to be fair. But at the end of the day, mm, yeah. they're always going to root for their team. Right. And they want their team to win. And they're going to get angry at making a, you know, make a bad call from a ref. They're going to call a, you know, they're going to call a, a foul that really isn't a <laughs> yeah. foul. I've been there. Like it's, you know what I mean? And then the <laughs> I said, I've been there. Down, That's definitely. <laughs> huh? <laughs> and then, yeah. And then the next one down is a lawyer who's, who's going to defend mm. their client in the courtroom mm-hmm. to the death. And they're they're always going to just defend that client. And even if even if the mm. prosecution makes a good point, they're not going to admit it openly. Maybe behind closed doors, go, oh, that's a good point. He got me there. But he can't say it in the courtroom because then his client right. gets proven right. guilty. So he cannot go against. Mm. And then the bottom one is the religious zealot, which is like the priest, right. like the one that's the closest to the center. Yeah, that is the priest. And then, you know, maybe the so, lawyer is sort of yeah. the true believer concept. Maybe there's something like that. But that's interesting because I, I immediately saw that parallel with what you did. 
But um, the vertical axis is a relatively new framework that I think the movement could benefit from. But yeah, that's interesting. We do work in a lot of frameworks. Yeah. They're not necessarily like sacred. I don't know that like free speech, free speech is a framework, but that mm. that's also a sacred idea to a certain extent. And we're not like free speech absolutists. We're not really you know, free speech activists per se, but without the, without the first mm. amendment, our work is impossible. So whether we want to admit it or not, we have to yeah. be free speech advocates. Yeah. I mean, I think, time. I think when there's, when it comes to things like rights and stuff, I mean, you know, I don't believe in any kind of like, uh, I usually say this as I don't believe in any metaphysics of morals. Right. I don't think that there's any like, like, you know thing there's there's no like set of right and wrong that you can come to by like reasoning right and there's also i don't think there's i think it's unlikely that there's a god out there who's like you know this is right and this is wrong and you know this blah 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 right um and but like i could totally 100 percent be wrong about that right <laughs> um and you know i could you know god yeah. could come down tomorrow and be like yeah, I gave you a shot, Andrew, and you fucked it up. And <laughs> like, to hell with you, you know what I mean? Like, but I think the probability <laughs> of that happening is pretty low. Um, but so, like, when it comes to like, yeah, like the First Amendment and stuff, I mean, I, I think that you know you don't have like a God-given right, but I think that like that is a really important idea that we've come up with. Like, we've come up with that idea, and it's a really fucking important idea. Yeah. Like, it's a really great thing. Like, having freedom of speech yeah. is just, like, it and is. so, like, like you're talking about, like, this the scientist thing, right? Like, it's, like, you can probably show, like, yeah, having free speech is pretty fucking fantastic as opposed to, like, the alternative, which is not great, right? As opposed to being, like, shipped off to, like, a, a, a gulag, right? Mm. <laughs> like, you know, um, but, you yeah. know, is it is it like quantifiably different you know uh i can't i can't say that but i could say that yeah like i certainly prefer living in a place where i can say whatever i want right <laughs> yeah yeah there is the argument that it is the most fundamental right that we have it's the most fundamental rule without that rule right. this in a way the system cannot function in its right. in the way that it is supposed to work like a liberal democracy it yeah. doesn't it's not it's not liberal and i mean like capital right. l obviously not not politically left of center but sort of classical liberalism it, yeah. it can't work so you need it so i guess if we had a sacred idea um maybe that's not but there are plenty of people in the movement i'm sure that have thoughts on free speech that differ from mine and that doesn't make them any less uh yeah. Of a of a bridge. Yeah, you're not kicking them out for being like, you know, maybe you should, you know, like maybe hate speech is actually not free speech or something, which I vehemently disagree with, but like you're not going to kick them out for that. Right. You're going to be like, well, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I want those people to come in because it's more interesting for me. Because if I'm at a table with a bunch of people I agree with, this gets boring in five minutes. But if everyone has something a little bit different to say, then it's interesting. Okay, I want to jump to a couple different things here. Uh, so I I I Thanks. love the content on your page. I think it's really interesting. I think it's a a different perspective than what I'm getting. I think that yeah, please people <laughs> should go follow you and check it out. There's um, 
plenty of uh, places, you know, plenty of places to dis- oh, yeah. I imagine a lot of people are going to have plenty of disagreements with you. Um, but I think that it's just a really interesting perspective. The one thing I guess <clears throat> this isn't a criticism because I don't necessarily disagree with it. But the one thing that the one sort of bit of language you use <laughs> that I'm maybe not a huge fan of is that you do uh, you do say oh, that yeah. uh, politicians are psychopaths. Um, can you make the case that they are can we essentially can you essentially uh, can this be an exercise in humanizing politicians? Can we rehumanize these people? Is there an argument that they do have uh, our best intentions? At it's heart? tough. I think so in the in the ideology based system that we have, right, the politicians that we have are essentially priests of the ideologies that we the mainstream ideologies that we have out there right um and when, again when i say priest i mean that yeah. in a very like um i don't mean a formal priesthood i don't mean that they are ordained in any way right i mean that they're yeah yeah i mean there are definitely well, informal mechanisms are. by which they can become like what we would call a priest or something right or you know there's like a, a sort of um, you know, like yeah. Nicole Hannah Jones, right, is like a, you know, she's written this like sort of Talmudic script of like yeah. wokeism, and so thus she gets to be like a priestess, right? Um, yeah, AOC full is a, blown AOC priestess. Is a priestess. Yeah. But I think that what it is is so part of like that process of being a priest is that you have to demonstrate this um, this similarity to the 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 gods or whatever right um and mm-hmm. that position so there's there's that and there's this the fact that like a, a political a position of political power is a very powerful position right um and those kinds of positions yeah. attract people who are and i will say this like i don't think that they're like they're not serial killers right they're not like, they're not out there like late, you yeah. know, maybe a couple of them, right? Like, you know what I mean? Have you ever heard the story where like, uh, what's the name? Uh, Mitt Romney, and he just randomly has like uh, a state trooper uniform, like at college. And he's just like, hey, just check out my whole full state trooper uniform. Like, what's he using <laughs> yeah. that for, right? But you know what I mean? <laughs> for for the most part, like, I don't think that they're like literally yeah. serial killers. They're not Nero. They're not sneaking out in the middle of the night, committing grisly crimes, and then going back to, you know what I mean? I think that they yeah. are, um, you know, like we, we know about, um, like we know about like CEOs of companies and stuff like that. Like a lot of these people are, they they are on that spectrum of they they lack empathy for other people and they use sort of this mimetic charm to sort of right to sort of like rope people in and sort of make them think you know what i mean like when you when you see like that video like you said like aoc right you know the mm-hmm. video where all of a sudden she has the black scent you know what i mean like all of a sudden she's just suddenly sort of talking a little oh yeah 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 just look up like I, that one I accent. That and one it's I like you know seen. all of a sudden she's just i'm not going to do the accent because i'm not trying to get canceled but it's like <laughs> you know it's like a little tinge and you're like what the fuck? yeah right and like people you know what i mean it's like george w bush had like that southern accent where the hell did that come from right nobody else has that his dad didn't have some southern oh, accent yeah. he's out here talking about i'm going down to my farm you know what i mean like hey man that's appropriation like me and my buddies <laughs> 
I don't he, remember. He that. always had I mean, this kind of twang, but uh, it wasn't quite a southern accent. You know what I mean? But it was like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've heard like, him talk come on now. Like, I don't know if that's a real, you know, I'm President Bush. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little off, right? So, like, they're, yeah. I don't think they don't love their kids. You know what I mean? Like, right? I don't think that they're like real, like real, real psychopaths. Yeah. But I think that they are, I think that they are, you know, interested in like their own themselves like advancing their own needs they're they're i don't think that they necessarily have our our best interests at heart because i think part of it is is that in order to be someone who is that you have to really want to do that you have to really want that power and you have to be willing to do pretty much anything to get it and that requires like a certain type of person. And that person in my mind is not a particularly nice person. Essentially. That's, that's what I would say. Like, so, I mean, I, I could, yeah, uh, like I said, I don't, okay. I'm probably overstating the psychopath thing. Like I make them sound like they are like, like I have the one where it's like the different kinds of serial killers and stuff. Maybe that's yeah. maybe pushing it a little bit. Right. Again, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Right. Like, you know, I would say that, I would say that maybe it is. I, I don't. I think I do. So I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think, and maybe if I'm understanding correctly, what you're saying, you're saying that this is sort of the. This is sort of the saying that um, absolute power corrupts absolutely, type thing. Like maybe these people walk in with good intentions, but in the process of making the climb and gaining the power and the prestige, they have to sell their soul in a way, and they have to give up a little bit of who they are in order mm, to I think it's more that? like that it, it, what you're it, saying? it's more like an aggregate thing right where it's like the people who are so like if you're just like running mm. for city council or something like there's probably some pretty normal like just like doe-eyed uh you know optimists right some people who are just like real idea like they're like i'm gonna change our city yeah. for the better right but then you move up to like mayor's office and it's like maybe a little bit worse you know what i mean and then like once they so like as the as the field narrows as you get closer and closer to the like pinnacles of power like the people who survive to that level are the people who are the most yeah so in a sense oh, like it's not like okay it corrupts the individual okay it just like yes. weeds out the least corrupt like, cause at some point you're going to like, you're going to dip out. Like, this is not gotcha. my thing. You know what I mean? Or you're going to be too honest or you're going to be too, okay. like, you know, yeah. you're going to be too willing to like concede that your opponents are like real people or that your ideological opponents are like real people, or you're going to see um, nuance or something. You know what I mean? And then, then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. So in that sense, I do agree with you that, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld had a bit that was like, let me think. The position that's the most powerful guy in the world has all the nukes and, you know, all this yeah. kind of sounds like me type thing. It's like yeah. the, the craziest, I guess, from that perspective, no. I, I, I also butchered that bit. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but it's the point of like, I think I agree with you that once you get to like a crazy person yeah. has to say, yeah, I can be president. That's not necessarily a that's maybe not the most down to earth yeah. person. So from that perspective, sure, I I can I can agree with you there. I, I do like to humanize those people. Oh, I yeah. do think that a lot of it's an act. I do think that when the cameras are on Marjorie Taylor Greene and AOC are going back and forth, going at it. And when the cameras turn off, oh, yeah. uh, I've heard that it's a completely different story. Yeah. I haven't obviously seen that with my own eyes, but I've seen that 
you know, in the in the committee meetings when the C-SPAN cameras are on, the, we've almost turned our politicians. Oh, they they almost have their own yeah. brands now. Maybe oh, that's the yeah. problem is like there's too much money in politics. And, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene has become a character and undoubtedly she's a little crazy, but she's also probably playing that character because she knows that it gets her oh, yeah. attention and money and it gets her campaign mm-hmm. donations because she's got to win yeah. the next election. I mean, that's the thing is that that's what power. those they're like shapeshifters, right? Like they they've they come into like the and this is again like yeah. the the an argument for the the psychopath thing, right? Is you know like they 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 shapeshift into this thing, like they take on this persona where they have this, you know, and it's 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 an act, but it's also like it's not an act in the way that like being the rock is an act, you know what I mean? Like, or being like a, you know, like it's very professional wrestler, but like, you know, when they go home, like, you know, um, and I think it's, it's very much like a, it's, it's an act that's like this, it's this facade of like, I'm just like, I'm just like you, I'm all the things that you like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm an ideal, I'm an ideal. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, so Marjorie Taylor Greene or, or, or sure. Sarah Palin is one of my favorites. She's like a caricature of a, uh, of like a, a rural woman. You know what I mean? Like, she's like a caricature. She's shooting moose yeah. from the yeah. thing and whatever. Like, you know what I mean? And then she's like, oh, we don't put lipstick on a pig and all this, you know, and like Marjorie yeah, Taylor yeah. Greene and like, uh, you know, AOC, like she's like a caricature of like a feisty person you know a feisty woman of color like you know what i mean it's just like yeah like you're freaking me out (laughs) so do you think that after a while i was like it's free sorry it's like you know uncanny valley it's like freaking you out you know like yeah human (laughs) yeah yeah it's um yeah do you think that do you think that eventually uh those people start to believe their own lies and in a way the character that they're playing because yeah i mean them. i think i could i mean i think it's i i don't know that they have i mean that's a great question yeah i mean do they have some kind of internal thing that isn't like like must get the power every morning like i don't know like i'd like to think like yeah i'd like to humanize them in the sense that you're talking about and say and think like you know it's they're not a hundred percent motivated by like dominance and prestige like you know what i mean yeah but to a certain extent the system that they are participating in leads that kind of behavior it incentivizes it at every level so to a certain extent yeah maybe these people do get off to the fact of like waking up every morning yeah fuck people over because there are people like that they love fucking people over on the deal they love they'll climb the ladder you said i mean i imagine wall street is full of those people like they do not care it is a numbers game to them and if they can climb the ladder they don't care who yeah. gets thrown out of the uh, out of the the boat into the middle. They, they don't care. So I don't like to think that because it's unpleasant. But that's probably uh, somewhat happening in D.C. That these people are eventually believing their own lies. Like like the like who like whoever the press secretary is for whatever president. That is <laughs> undeniably the worst yes. job I think that humanity's ever come up with because. The, the job yeah. description is just, you have to lie. That's the only bullet point on the thing. It's like, per, be prepared to yeah. lie to oh, the yeah. American people. And they've all done it. And they feel bad because it's like this current woman that's in there. Um, I oh, forget Kareen her full Jean-Pierre. name. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm sure see, she's a nice girl. Yeah, I'm sure she's a nice girl. Um, But she oh, has yeah. to, like, she has to lie. 
that's the job description. And I'm not trying to be one of those like enlightened centrist. And I want to get into that next because I I hate that way that term is being used. But like, I don't mean to sound like one of those people that's like, oh, yeah, the both parties lie. And and so I'm not going to engage, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like engage with it because, you know, what's the point? Because, you know, those people do uh, those people are out there. But oh, yeah, yeah. There's, that's a part of the job description. That, that job is like, so it's such a like test to like, you know, like the way that you, however you think that they're doing is just, it's entirely based on whether you like the president or not, or like you like the team that the president plays for. Like everybody loves yes. Jen Psaki or she's, yes. you know, either Jen Psaki is just like, like showing these reporters what the hell is up or she's like a complete disaster, Right. And it's all, it's entirely broke down upon, yeah. along party lines. And sometimes it's the same press conference that they're drawing from to show that she's like a disaster and a liar or like the greatest, you know, and she's like, and it's, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's the same exchange. Like I've literally seen like the same exchange be like characterized as like Jen, you know, Jen Saki or whoever is like puts this motherfucker in his place. Right. And then it's like Jen Saki looks like a real asshole. Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if you just, because if you just, because if you just, yeah. move, if you move yeah. the tape ahead 30 seconds, you find out that she could actually have done yeah. both of those things. It's all in how you interpret it. Yeah. The same this is why five I'm minutes. Postmodernist. You could, <laughs> because of that, right? Yeah. Or she, yeah. Yeah. She, she could be really, she could be really prepared for one question, completely unprepared for the next. And if you clip those two things and you send them off to their respective groups, she's either. Uh, she's you know, the greatest or, or she's like not until until somebody opens the box and then some partisan opens the box and says like, oh, you know, dead cat or they open the box and they're like the best ever. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 That's that's. Yeah, it's an interesting way of looking at it. OK, uh, next up here. Um, what do because we, we've been sort of we're sort of doing a bunch of like we're, we're kind of doing yeah. a gen Saki. we're kind of circling back, back a lot here to previous topics we'll and we're to gonna that. we're gonna we'll circle back to that we'll circle back um what do what do the extremes get wrong about uh, moderates i think i think it's the idea of well so there's a couple of things like one is one is that like that famous like there's that famous cartoon where it's like a bunch of like clansmen and a bunch of like black people <laughs> And they're like, there's some guy in the middle with a sign that says compromise, right? <laughs> like, and like, yeah, uh, right? Like, 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 yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, like, it's a just like a terrible, like, it's like, well, yeah, like, I can disagree, like, we can disagree on that. But then if you move it to a different set of things, then I'm going to, like, I agree with the black people there, but I don't necessarily, I mean, Rarely am I going to agree with the with the clan guys, right? But there's probably something like they think guns are fantastic. Yeah. Like me too, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you know, like yeah, yeah there's something I. So you'll agree yeah. with them on something, right, but it doesn't exactly. mean you're yeah, because they're, they're not some symbol, package. right? Like they don't like. So if I agree with them that like the government should like not like keep a registry of guns or something like that, that doesn't make me also a clansman. It just means that like yeah, yeah right. Yes, it does. Oh, fuck, I'm canceled. <laughs> it absolutely does. I'm gonna put out an Instagram post for yeah. every day that Andrew Van Horn is not in jail. I will speak. Yeah, out. <laughs> clip that. But like that's. But there are some people that genuinely, yeah, approach those situations like that. And yeah, how and that's what it is. is that? Like insane. it's like, of course you're gonna like, 
there there are certain situations where you're gonna like it's not about like compromising in that one situation it's about like there's hundreds of there are thousands of issues for us to like talk about and i we can i can agree with different people yes. at different times about different things and in different contexts and so and in yeah. a way what i think that leads to is is they have this idea of centrism and i think centrism is like calling it centrism like it's not centrism it's not centrism it's pragmatism it's practical it's it's being pragmatic about it right it's coming up with practical mm -hmm. solutions it's saying man these guys are kind of right yeah. about this well these guys are kind of right about this you know what i mean let's take some of the you know this from here and this from here and you know what i mean and this is what i think about all of these things that's a that's a it's not centrism it's not being in the middle of these two of the good and the evil and you just you know you just can't make up your mind it's that like you understand that 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 end is like limiting like deeply limiting and failing us like it's failing us like yeah. like you know what i mean those ideologies are failing us because they yeah. they're, they're obsolete at this point right and so we need to be pragmatic so i think of it almost as being like it's like being like like politically non-binary right like or it's like it's like <laughs> yeah i i saw that who is the show it's on oh HBO. Is that... it's called the rami i think and it's um yeah and it, it's the, the the dad in the yeah, show is like no i'm that's I'm fit, i didn't know fluid. that oh like <laughs> i i want to say i want to say listen you have no idea i wanted to say that to point park students so yeah. bad like listen i'm politically non-binary i am i'm just i'm politically fluid but i have a feeling that that <laughs> yeah, would get I mean, me in trouble but it's true cool um, people will think no, it's I, funny I think, right, you know what i'm saying right, like you make you know, you're non-binary yeah, your non-binary friends will be I like, they would be oh, shit. like, ha, like I get it. Well, you know what I mean? They, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, only like, one I, person. I they're probably not really your friend. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, fuck that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anybody else will be like, like, ha, 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 I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, I keep, I reference the book a lot on this show because I, I thought it was fantastic. You really should read oh, it. It's yeah. called What's Our Problem by Tim Urban. It's You'd actually have to listen what? to it. It's audio only. But the one section I really liked was that he he had a little section on political centrism. And he said that it's not a horizontal term. Okay. Yeah. It's a vertical term. Because centrism yes. is a plea yes. for sophistication and mm -hmm. a skepticism towards absolute That's solutions. That's at the end of the stuff. day what centrism yeah. is. That skepticism towards absolute solutions is exactly yeah, like what that's, it is. He nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly yeah, because because I, I am skeptical. Like if you take pretty much any issue, like there are very few issues where I'm completely decided. I mean, free speech is probably the only one <clears throat> because I do believe that without it, my ability mm. to do the work that I'm trying to do is impossible. So that's probably the only one where I'm like, yeah, I've got to side with whoever it is, the libertarians, the, I have, to, but I'm not siding with the ideology. Yeah, I'm siding exactly. with the idea. Like I, I have to remain in a way. I have to remain loyal to that idea because without it, mm -hmm. I cannot function in the way that I, well, feel yeah, like I think I you can think to about function. it too, as in, and, and all of this, like, uh, you know, we, we always have these like spatial metaphors for it that uh, I'm not, you know, in, in us just talking now, it's yeah. funny how there's like this, like spatial sort of metaphor, but I think it, it, it ends up being like um, 
useful because what, in a sense, when you're talking about centrism, like you're talking about being in that space between two galaxies, right? You're talking about being like, like out in the arms of, of, of two, two disparate galaxies that are like focused in on their points, you know what I mean? On their, their own internal thing. And, you know, so, and then you think about things like, you know, horseshoe theory or something like that, right. Where they like bend and do on each other. Right. That's, that's this is like, the, the thing is, is that that's like, there's authoritarianism lives here. Right. And it, so it lives out in the edges of that. And it's, it's, what we're talking about is something that's closer to like absolute libertarianism vis-a-vis like everything, you know what I mean? Like, like talking about like rejecting any of these, Yes. you know what I mean? And, and it's like a multidimensional space. So it's like, it gets, it gets crazy, but I think those spatial metaphors are like really are important, but I think having that, that extra dimension of saying like, yeah, like this is a, like, we're not, we're not, here because we like we're we're trapped we're we're you know what i mean like we're trying to get away from that right like yeah yeah we're in this yeah like i'm considering myself a centrist because it's it's easier to and i don't mean easy Mm. as in like easy is the wrong word it is that's not even the right word either I'm just going to use the word easy. That's not the best word, but like it's easier to float in the middle because I don't have to be weighed down by accepting a package of ideas. Like flowing sort of sort of existing in that that middle space yeah. is just better. Yeah. Well, I, it's yeah. easier for me to live that way. And that's crazy you brought up horseshoe theory because that was my next question. I think yeah, I mean what I think it's um, I think what you have is so I mean just just going really quick from what you're saying, I, I think that that being in the middle thing is is this is that's where people that's where a lot of people would prefer to be, and they have to kind of go one way or the other, yes. because their like social capital is kind of tied up in one of those ends or something like that, right? You know, like they just they're in a community where it's like you know, um, mm-hmm. and so it's it's hard to. Uh, you know, it's hard to break away from those things, but I think most people would prefer to be in the middle, right? We would prefer to be not in the, in those areas. And I think some of that is that, that, and it ties to that horseshoe theory thing. I think, you know, when you think about like the, the, the political compass, which I know is like, you know, it's, it's kind of just more or less a funny internet meme but it's also like yeah it's for fun but it's you know it does make a good point in that you know you have like libertarian against authoritarian right and i think that a lot of like i think a lot of people start out like with when it comes to a particular movement right when it comes to their their ideology they start out with the idea right that like if everybody just listens to my thing they'll they'll start to believe what i believe Mm-hmm. And then people they start doing yeah. that, and people start listening to what they believe and not believing it, right? And then that like heightens the anxiety, right? That causes a problem where it's like, but everybody has to believe what I believe, or else we can't achieve the utopia that we're trying to reach, yes. right? And so everybody needs to believe it. Why aren't you believing it? Maybe we just need to make everybody believe it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that thing happens yes. no matter what 
ideology you're in and no matter what direction you go in you get to that end where it's Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden you're talking about like um forcing everyone to pay lip service to your ideology in order to even function in the world and that's what horseshoe theory really is is that it's like you know no matter how many dimensions it's a many dimensional thing but it all ends with authoritarianism because ideology sucks and doesn't work (laughs) because ideology is it can't it can't control everyone yeah it can't control everyone but it wants to yeah it and it and it can't sustain itself either and eventually it's it it eats itself like it's i think that's the one thing we're seeing with uh like with the the two-party system and sort of this the culture war thing is that I'm watching the system eat itself alive because it has nothing left to consume. Like the culture war has seeped into everything except for like maybe AI. Like AI is the only current conversation that's happening that hasn't been politicized yet, but I bet it will. And I'm going to be upset on that day. But it seems like now it's going to, it's, it's eating itself and people are going to start getting sick of that shit because it's exhausting and it's impossible to know where the boundaries are because they're always yeah changing. it's it's like um i think as you get like further into your ideology too like you start the problem is is that like you're never gonna you can't get everybody to a, a, agree with you and you start creating like stronger and stronger tests of ideological purity and people the higher the bar is for people yes. to get into that circle like the harder, like the fewer people are going to make it in. Right. And, you know, because you're never going to feel safe and you're never going to feel like, because the world is crazy. right? (laughs) So (laughs) you're never going to, you know, the never, you're never going to achieve that. And, and I think that's where they start eating themselves is that they're, they're, you start creating this, these tests that are just like, more and more crazy like they're more and more difficult um mm-hmm. you know it, it requires more and more like commitment and asceticism and just you know like willingness to say things that like go against your like your experience of the world <laughs> and yeah and that's why it can't spread yeah. like it can't do this is the fundamental um this is the fundamental like internal um uh contradiction of ideology that makes it useless is that it needs an out group to function but it wants to it wants everyone to be in the in group yes and so eventually the out group is dead people (laughs) like yeah yeah and eventually they can't yeah eventually and it's it's a constantly changing. People are always leaving. They're always going somewhere else. They oh, you get these people now that are like, oh, God, I was, I was woke during the pandemic, and now I'm a red yeah. pillar, and oh, Donald God. Trump is my real. Pro. I gave these crazy people. Yeah, it's like the system can't. It can't. You just go anymore. from one to the other, and you have the same uh, problems. And it's, like, it gets it's crazy. Same fucking problems with the other thing, and it's like, well, well that's what I did. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I did in high school. I was very conservative. I my voter registration got fucked up by Instagram. What? Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Thanks, Zuck. 
I registered to vote through Instagram. I told this story before. I registered to vote through Instagram because I was an 18 year old. I was a dumb, I was a dumb idiot. And I was like, yeah, Instagram can handle my voter registration. I'll go to them. And I went to the polls and I wasn't on the list, so I couldn't okay. vote. But I was going to vote okay. for Trump back then. And and then I did a full flip where I went the other way because I realized that the political right had plenty of its own flaws. And I was like, well, let me see if the other side is any better. And it's yeah. not. They have the exact same problems. They 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 it it it, it they rear their ugly heads in different yeah, ways. Yeah, it's the same. The same like that's the thing is that like, <clears throat> and it's always presented too as being like the one is the solution to the other, right? So like if I if I'm not going to be, um, if I'm not going to be like uh, uh, you know, if there's something wrong with with you know conservatism and Donald Trump and all this shit. Like it must be that I need to go be like a fully woke progressive, but they're just doing the same stuff in a different way. And so you get, then you get over there and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's just all the, it's all the same yeah, stuff. The same and unless, thing. you know, unless the thing that gets you out of it is that you, like what happened to me was, was, you know, I was like a staunch, like a staunch, you know, Democrat back in the day. Like when I was first out of college, man, I was like, you know, crazy like you know i was way in you know i was voted for obama obviously like i you know was all i mean i was like george w bush is coming to like take us all to the re-education camps and something and right he's gonna like you know i was one of these you know one of these people that got all my news from uh from the daily show god what a name yeah. and uh and now i'm like you know and but i i had these i had all these friends and they were like you know, like where I grew up was, you know, like, you know, basically like foothills of Appalachia, like, you know, very like rural and, you know, where I went to high school and everything. And like, you know, I had a lot of really good friends who were Christians, who were libertarian types, you know what I mean? Like Jeep driving, hunting, fishing libertarians, you know, and like, these are all good people. And that those beliefs were telling yep. me like that my, you know, the people that, that I was following were telling me like, those people are bad people. Like they're evil. Like they don't believe in gay marriage and uh, abortions and shit. And I was like, I don't, I don't think you guys know those people. Like, do you, do you not know them? Like, I don't think you know them. Like they're actually pretty yeah. nice. Like I get along with them just fine. And I realized I had to change my, to change my beliefs <laughs> or I had to change my friends. And I was like, I'm going to, change yeah. beliefs right <laughs> and so it's like yeah yeah because why would you change friends it's so silly to let go of a valuable yeah. connection like and that that's because you guys disagree thing. on yeah guns. and that's the whole it's thing silly. connection thing it's right dumb. it's like i'd rather have like a great connection with somebody i disagree with yeah about every goddamn thing than like some kind of weird thing where we're like part of the same creepy church you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, yeah, like you know, or the same kind of yeah. like, you know, the same like pod, accountability pod, or whatever. Like, no, I'm good on that. Like, yeah, and I think that's the thing is like, like, you know, it, it works by like saying like, you know, yeah, your your experience is really bad. Maybe you should come over here. Those are the people that it wants, right? It wants people who had like a bad experience, yeah. and they're they're coming to the thing, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, if I bring up another topic, we're going to go over time and you got to get out of here. Yeah. At round uh, 210. Um, are you, 
okay I'll, I'll we'll 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 talk more off air before you Dude, gotta thank go you. but um thank you so much andrew this was awesome there's so much stuff on this piece of paper that i didn't I'll, get to we didn't get to talk about so would love to absolutely bring, have bring to bring back anytime again. next week i really appreciate <laughs> thanks yeah really man this has been great I'm, i am excited you know i got a lot of like cool ideas knocking around from from talking to you about it like this is yeah it's yeah it's uh this is a lot of fun so yeah. thanks thank you for having me on i appreciate it yeah and yeah yeah let me plug yeah, let me plug myself you. it's at all right prag, see you, everybody pragmatic underscore nihilist oh, yes on instagram um that's the best place to follow me and then i'm hoping to start like a sub stack or something soon um, yes yeah and get some more oh that'd be awesome uh, we, I would, I would love to, I would love to. Yeah, work, man, definitely. Like, yeah, I'd love to work that. on something with you. Yeah, great. Go write yeah, an article totally. or something. I, I would love uh -huh. that. Thanks.